Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Sports Arguments with Group Chats. Today, I have with me, for the first time on this show, Finsterbush. Uh, he was on our last show a few times, uh, the old Yinzer Ginger Days. Go ahead and say hi, buddy. Hello. So today, we're going to be breaking down the Super Bowl a little bit here. Uh, as an Eagles fan, I'm heartbroken. Uh, I thought it was a great game overall. It really came down to a couple of moments. I... It, in all less, in all honesty, I think it was a near-perfect game played by both offenses. <laughs> I think both defenses left something to be desired for sure. I mean, one sack in the entire game, and I wouldn't even really count it as a sack. Jalen Hurts was ran out of bounds just barely behind the, the line of scrimmage, and that's coming from the two sack, the two leading, uh, the two teams that led the league in sacks. Yeah, they were number one, number two. Um, but I think a lot of that had to came, had come down to the grass. I mean, how do you spend almost a million dollars developing a grass and it's fucking terrible? Yeah, I don't really understand the whole grass thing. Wasn't the, like, didn't they call the, there's some guy, don't they call him like the sod father or something, something like that? I don't know. Uh, he should lose his credentials after that stuff. Holy hell. I mean, I mean he's been, bottom, yeah, but you saw it. Yeah, but he's called the secondary. He's called the sod father, and he's been doing it since like the first Super Bowl. Good guy. He was. I think I saw the video package they did for him. Um, he was thirteen, and he helped do stuff something with like the field for the first Super Bowl. Oh my! I think he's. I think he's retiring after this year. I think they said he was like ninety two, ninety four. But to what you're saying about. Players slipping. I can't remember what. Uh, I think it was running back. I don't uh, remember who. Gainwell slipped in the backfield just trying to make his initial jump cut. No, um, no. So I don't remember uh, what running back it was, but they said he changed his cleats out four different times. Four Try, times. Four I mean, times trying to get. They they showed the Eagles sideline every like seemed like everybody changed their fucking cleats at halftime. Yeah, I can't remember who. I can't remember who it was. It was some running back, like because he couldn't get grip to cut changed it four times to just try and get some Um, better traction. I mean, that is just such a bad look on the biggest stage for football to, um, to, to fucking have top to bottom. Every, everyone on the field slipping and sliding, trying to get grip on this stuff. Right. I mean, what it like, was the ground too hard? What was it? Did they not? I mean, I understand it's Arizona and the ground's going to be harder because it's dry as shit out there, but still, I don't know. I don't know anything about grass. I am not a oh, sod expert. <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> I mean, in, in my opinion, I, I think the Eagles look phenomenal. Jalen Hurts played a hell of a game. Um, really, his only bad play, I would say, he threw into double coverage twice. Once it paid off, once it, you know, it was an incompletion. So, I mean, I guess you can't really fault that being, because, you know, they were both pretty decent balls. Um, but the fumble... It was really an unforced error, and that really being the difference in the game. Um, I mean, hell, even if that drive, even if nothing comes to that drive, and they punt, right? I mean, that's it's still better. It, better it's field. still not a guaranteed seven points. Yeah, right. It, it you're not... makes the Chiefs drive that ball. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I think this game had every opportunity opportunity to be an instant classic of a Super Bowl. I mean, I think it and was still an instant classic. I agree, but like, man, that ending—it was like slowly letting the air out of a balloon. 
yeah, it was definitely a letdown, but I mean, and I mean that the the call that was made on Bradbury, obviously as an Eagles fan, I have a little bit of bias here. He said it was a hold. It looked like he grabbed the tiniest bit of jersey. It wasn't like he was dragging the guy or anything like that. Um, but all game long, that's not called. There's one defensive holding call all game, and it happens to be at the most critical mo- moment. That, that's rough. And you're saying this was Bradbury? Yeah, it was James Bradbury. He, he even said, yeah, I grabbed jersey. I was going to say, yeah, I think I remember seeing a quote that he was like, yeah, I definitely just grabbed the jersey for that. I mean, but even watching it slowed down, man, was that ticky-tacky. A soft call in the final two minutes of the Super Bowl, and one of the best Super Bowls we've seen. I mean, right. we've seen some fucking clunkers these last couple of years where just just kind of sucked. Um, and, you know, last couple of years, but in the last, like, I'd say five or, five or seven years, we've had some clunker Super Bowls mm-hmm. where they were just boring as shit to watch. Right. So, I mean... Uh, this this one was really good to watch. I was I, obviously Eagles fans have invested the whole way, but like even if I wasn't a 35-35 game in the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl, that's nuts. Whoever had I, it over, must have I happened. personally it's had, had to, I personally had to put bets down to be even invested in this game. That's fair enough. I mean, your, your team lost the champion in the AFC. Yeah, we. That's so another story that I am not going to get into. I mean. Everyone says the refs hold the Chiefs' hands, but I mean they said the same thing about the Dynasty Patriots too. Yeah, that was the most animated I've ever been for a game was for that AFC Championship game. Oof, it was pretty bad. But anyway, on to um, Super Bowl. But yeah, I had to put bets down, and they all got screwed over by you know Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I mean he really. I mean aside from the the touch, like he had three touchdowns. Two of them were all of like three yards at most mm-hmm. didn't really drive the ball down the field very much, but neither did really did the Eagles outside of, well, it also didn't help um, betting wise. Cause I mean, the, the thing that screwed me over betting wise was Patrick Mahomes in, in passing yards. You know, it's, it's kind of hard to get mad, I guess. I mean, you're, yeah, you're let down, but at the end of the day, I mean, he probably could have more yards, but well, you have the fumble recovery, for a touchdown, and was there not? I'm there, was a sure. long, there was a long uh, punt there, return. There was too. a punt return, That's, right? So that there, there's two offensive drives that get yeah, kind of know, taken t- away, taken away from his ability. In, in terms of when he had the ball in his hands, also the Eagles just controlled the time of possession. If you compare the two, um, in terms of time of possession for that game, it only got close, and it's still a ten minute disparity in the fourth quarter. Okay. I mean, Eagles uh, was 35 minutes and 47 seconds to two, uh, 24 minutes and 13 seconds. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. And, and, I mean, first half, I think the Chiefs had the ball for, I think it was under eight minutes. In the entire first half? I think so. That would be pretty crazy if it was. Uh, I'd have to find the, the split up of stats. But, uh, I mean... You, you look at uh, Dallas Goddard certainly should be earning some league-wide league respect after that performance. His, his playoffs as a whole. Uh, I watched him. I can't remember if it was the Niners game or the Giants game. Uh, he got a ball, a quick route, uh, like five-yard out or something like that. He just reached out, snag, snags at one hand, smoothest one-handed catch I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the game, in essence, boils down to about three plays. The Jalen Hurts fumbled. 
the long punt return, and the Bradbury, the Bradbury hold. Right. I mean, both teams, the offenses were really, really getting it done. I, I think the the only, you know, bad mark against either offense is the Jalen Hurts fumble. So, um, I mean, looking at it in terms of a running game, both teams ran the ball pretty well. Granted, for the Eagles, it was much more Jalen Hurts running the football. Yeah, that kind um, of screwed me over betting-wise as well. How did that so Would you take his under on rushing yards? No, I, no, I took – they had a, a boosted bet for Boston Scott to get 10 rushing yards. Oh, my God, he got eight. He got eight. <laughs> Like, how do you not, like, get – like, he had one good run, got him, like, got seven. And it's like, really, the rest of the game, you can't get three more yards? Like That's, that's, that's tough. That's how tough do one. you not – like, how is that possible? So that I mean, one's the Eagles so, all year really spread out the running game with – I know, but it's Daniel still – Sanders and Scott. So betting, betting any of them on a yards prop is tough for me. I mean, I wasn't I, – I mean, yeah, I usually stay away from that stuff. But the fact that it was ten yards, I'm like – it's got a 10 yards. It's not. I mean, I would have taken it too. I'm not going to lie. I would have taken 10 yards. I mean, yards and he, too. yeah, he got three carries. Yeah. For uh, eight I'll yards. I'll tell you what, Pacheco ran like a man possessed. Holy shit. Yeah. I uh, actually, I took, I, I made a mistake. I put him in one of my parlays and uh, I took him for 20 receiving yards and he got zero. Rough. Uh, yeah, he ran. But he, angry. Did, he did run pretty, pretty good. Um, like just like the tone of when he, when he got handed the ball, when when his first step, he's angry. Um, I, I do think that uh, 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 Gardner Johnson decided to take it upon himself to hit him as hard as he possibly could every time that he could. And, to, and like two consecutive runs by Pacheco. Uh, the first one, he about caved his fucking chest in. Uh, the one where Pacheco had to come off. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. Because did, did he hit his did he hit his head? Cut his fucking knee out from under him. Wasn't was that? I don't remember if it was him. Somebody got like got their heads like slammed into the ground. I don't remember who it was though. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't Pacino. Uh, it wasn't Pacheco. Pacheco, Pacheco. went down because uh, um, I'm pretty sure Gardner Johnson got just a head start from the second level and just ran directly through his fucking chest. Gotcha. Uh, and then the next time he got on the outside, uh. Johnson fucking whipped him around by his calf, like just dove, dove to make the tackle, hit him and hit him in the leg, and he just fucking went flying. Also, you bringing up the sacks earlier, that also was a shock to me. That, oh my god! Anyone was it who one, bet, two shocks, two or two? Sorry, one, two sacks. One, one, one sack, sack. The, yeah. The entire game. I looked at, I think the postseason for both teams. And it was like I think each team like had like at least three in a game. Like looking at like I you know I looked at see how many they gave up, how many they gave, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you, we end up with one. That was. I, I think both. I think both parties were pretty. It was a pretty lackluster pack, pass rush. I mean, Hertz was flushed out of the pocket a few times, and Mahomes was kind of jostled around in the pocket, had to move around a bit, but. In terms of finishing on a sack, not a one. Right. I mean, really, I don't even count the one sack that happened. It, I think that goes in as a, it went in as a sack because it was a passing play. But Jalen Hurts had left the pocket and was very obviously trying to run the ball. Mm-hmm. 
and just came up like half a yard short of the of the uh, of the line of scrimmage. So, but I it really I, I think the Eagles actually did a really good job holding Travis Kelsey down as well. Uh, he had six catches for eighty one yards and a touchdown, and I'm pretty sure three catches came on the first drive. Yeah, but I I mean, I think I think most of it all became the the I think it was mostly in the first half he had all of his catches. Yeah, uh in the second and, half. I mean, was but, but was half. it was it more of Eagles shutting him down or was it more of him becoming a decoy in the second half? I mean, it, it probably came down if I have to guess, I don't think Travis Kelsey Kelsey's never your fucking decoy. I mean, uh, he's he your could best be, chance though. to complete a pass any any time he steps onto the football field. Uh, probably what happened was he ended up getting bracketed for the second half, and that's what allowed Juju to come alive a bit um, and, and things like that. So, But overall, a really, really good game. Um, heartbreaking in the end. Sucked to, uh, to, to sit there and watch it just kind of fizzle out before my eyes, you know? Yeah... It's okay. I'm already on the next season. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of moved on already. Uh, honestly, I was more annoyed by the 55 text messages I got as a fucking Eagles fan than I was about the game. You're welcome. It was fucking annoying. Holy shit. Like, I, I know all Eagles fans get a really bad rap, probably deservedly so, for the most part. Mm-hmm. I'm a pretty normal guy. I, I, I'll drop in a, a quick Go Birds into a group chat, and that's about it. You know, I'm not sending off fly eagles fly. I'm not trying to flip over cars and shit. I'm just a fan. Leave me alone. <laughs> Holy fuck. So. But what it really comes down, uh, what, what um, what's really going to be interesting looking ahead is how these two teams look next year. I mean, the Eagles have two of their top linemen looking at potentially retiring. Which um, is who? Jason Kelsey? Uh, Kelsey and Johnson are both of the age that they could. I think Kelsey was like kind of iffy to come back this year and still was the best center in the league. Right. Did we ever get a confirmation or not? Did his wife have his, his kid during the game? I have no idea. No, no one knows? I don't know. I was trying to monitor that during the Super Bowl because uh, his wife was bringing uh, her, yeah, like, her, OB. Was, her OB to the game. Yeah. So trying to see if there's any news on that but i didn't wasn't sure no i didn't i didn't see anything about it so yeah uh, i mean i guess it just depends on you know cap room and see i mean who is it who else is up on or on a contract year yeah um was did juju sign for one or two years um i mean granted i know he's not the He's really not the top flight guy. Now he's he's on a one year deal. Um, I know Sky Moore is young. He was kind of disappointing this year. Um, Pacheco's young. Jarek McKinnon's probably on a one year. He's he's been on five hundred million teams at this point. Let's see. Uh, yeah, he's on a one-year deal. Jared McKinnon is. Kelsey's obviously still there. Uh, MBS. But do you, so do you think they will keep McKinnon? 
I mean... Because here's the thing. They activated Edwards Hilaire. Right? For the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Now, you have the option. You have three running backs. Right? Um, I mean... Four, technically, I think. Isn't Melvin Gordon on, like, a practice squad or something? I mean, he's... I mean... Melvin, Melvin Gordon, it's it's whatever. But you have uh, MBS is still next, uh, still there next year as well. Who is? Uh, Valdez Scantling. Okay, but running back wise, you have Edward Hilaire, who you drafted as a rookie, and you know fed him, fed him, and then all of a sudden just dropped off the face of the earth. Right. You have McKinnon, who, like you said, being on multiple teams. Seemed I don't like, think they he's, he's, he seemed like there was he was their passing down back this year. Yeah. And then you have Pacheco. Pacheco. Pacheco, I think, has got to be the lead back going forward. Yeah, that's what I mean. You have Pacheco, who has proven himself this year. I'm assuming. I think he's. I'm assuming he's a on a rookie or on a rookie deal. He's on a rookie yeah. deal. Yeah. So uh, let's let's check Sport Track here just to check the the Chiefs. Um, so I mean, are you situation. are you going to keep three? Probably not. Yeah, I mean, in terms of veteran running backs, they're kind of. I mean, it's what's when, not even when they say NFL stands for not for long. It really means it for those guys. But so, but I mean, I feel like Pacheco is probably safe, right? So I guess it's, you know, do you keep McKinnon or do you keep Edwards Hilaire? Um, well, here's the thing. McKinnon's a, a free agent. Right. So, I mean, retaining him. Right. I mean, I guess it, it comes down to cost, but, you, you know, as he was your, your passing down back, and it seems like uh, teams, is, teams these years are switching to, you know, a, a two running back system rather than workhorsing to get more right. long, longevity. You know, you need that second person. So, do you do you keep Pacheco as your workhorse and McKinnon as your as your receiver? You know, your receiving running back, or do you keep Edward Tillaire? Or is there trade value from Edward Tillaire? He's only I what? mean, it's I, his, I think it's his sophomore. Is uh, it's his sophomore year, right? Uh, this was his sophomore year. So he's going into his third year. In the in NFL, he's going to be on a rookie deal deal still. So, who needs a running back? I guess you know. Maybe they try and trade Edward Solaire. Who knows? Apparently, the Chiefs are in a great place, uh, salary cap wise, but I just don't think they're retaining a lot of guys. So, yeah, I mean, um. Actually, for what it's worth, if they bring um, McKinnon back on a similar deal, he'll he'll be cheaper than than Edward Tillaire. I'm saying right. Edward Tillaire at Which, a five and a half million dollar cap hit. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that makes sense. What was what was Hilaire uh, drafted at? Second round, I think he was higher. Right. So, yeah. So it's really is is he worth that? I guess at this point. Actually, that's a club option. What is? Uh, Edward Tillaire next year. So I mean, he he to me looks like a I like a real likely candidate for either trade or just to be a cap casualty. Yeah, I don't think he'd be a cap casualty. I think 
I think the the Chiefs are smart enough to get trade value out of him. Right. Um, meanwhile, the Eagles, they have a lot of veteran guys. Um, but, I mean, they're still looking with what they have on the roster going into next season, sitting at $36 million. So, depending they, on... They have $36 million free? Yeah, and cap space going into next year. Did... What did the uh, what did the Eagles sign Brown to? Was uh, he one, Brown was was, was he a one year deal? No, four years, a hundred mil. Okay, so he's fine. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, I think you might see some restructurings going on for the Eagles. Um, if guys come back, um, you might see um, you might see some team friendly deals if some of the the older vets come back if they want to try and run it back. But I don't know. Uh, the Eagles are in kind of a weird place with the age of their interior defense, interior defensive line. Like Sue's obviously gone. Fletcher Cox kind of up in the air for um, retirement. Uh, Brandon Graham the same way. They're both getting up, in the, up there in their mid thirties as defensive linemen. It's pretty rough. Mm-hmm. So. How old is How old is Kelsey? I know we're speaking defense, but I want to circle back. How old is Kelsey? He is thirty five. Hmm. Maybe hmm. I wonder if he waits till maybe like the last second. I mean, I mean, because he, I'm, sur- I'm assuming his contract is still fine. Like he's not in a contract here. No, he's in a. Uh, I believe he's in a contract here. Oh, is he? I think so. Hmm. You know, there's always I the possibility he, you know, he waits to see what other people do, and then I guess you know, maybe if he, uh, maybe if so many people leave. You know, and he sees like, okay, this is going to become rebuilding. Then maybe he he retires, or if he's you know he sees, oh, okay, people are staying around. We might be able to do something here. Then he you know he comes back. Yeah, I, it's it's going to be interesting to see what he does. So, like I said, this year I think it was a lot of him and Han of whether he was going to come back or not. Right. So. But yeah, I mean that that game was it was an, it was a crazy game overall. That Super Bowl. Um, it what was it? Three punts the whole game. Mm. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure. pretty sure like there was four punts four punts and i think th- was it two aside or was it three by the eagles it was two it was two, two, and two. two and two yeah so i mean you want to talk about like don't look away from the game because like shit's always going on right actually speaking of missed opportunities uh the one thing that really annoyed me was uh, Butker missing the field goal oh, in, yeah. what was that, the first quarter? Yeah, 42-yard, doinked uh, it off the left left upright. Yep. I had a bet. That was both teams to score, uh, both teams to score in each half, right? And yeah. both to kick a field goal in each half. <laughs> And of course, 
Budker misses the one off the uprights and everything else of that part, part of that, like, you know, hit, you know, you had Eagles and, and, and Chiefs both hit touchdowns. What, both of their opening drives, right? Yeah, it was 7-7 after two drives. Yeah, and then you had Bucker miss that, and then I think it was before halftime, the Eagles nailed theirs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's a degenerate bet if I've seen one. That was a, I mean, it was a good bet. There was a more degenerate bet that was uh, – I mean, it was plus 1,700. It was good money. I'll give you that. But – which didn't make sense because they had one that was – they had another one that was – Something about scoring every quarter, I think it was, and that one they only had that one at plus nineteen hundred. I didn't understand that one. I mean, you're you're, you're taking out the requisite of the of the field goal there. No, I, I don't remember. I think it was still both. I don't remember how it went. I'd have to I'd have to look again, but hmm. actually, I think I have a screenshot of it from a group chat. I mean, yeah, if you had to pick someone out of this game, like who who would you pick out as like a like a big time performer here? If you, and I'll say a non-quarterback. Non-quarterback? Yeah, give me a non-quarterback. I mean, I think I think the ability of the game it's got to be I mean, it's got to be as much, it's got to be a Chiefs player, I feel like. I mean, you have Kelsey. Who, I mean, he's automatically he's got to be in the in the running, right? Oh, of course. Had a great game. Uh, six catches, eighty-one in the touchdown. Right. You have him. You have. Uh, <clears throat> oh, what's his name? Tells I can never. I can pronounce the, the the name correct for the Chiefs running back. Pacheco. Pacheco. I always want to say Pacino. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Pacheco, again, did great. You know, he ran for what, 90-some yards? Uh, 15 carries, 76, and a touch. Yeah, still. You know, he's, But at the same time, you know, the same thing you were saying earlier, you know, you have to kind of start looking at, uh, was it Goddard? I mean, he, he had six for 60, so not obviously not as good a game, no touchdowns. But I mean, I, I think the the but for a, of catches for Goddard to me were much more difficult. Right, Not but, at, a, he but wasn't what wide I'm, open every time. But what I'm saying is, I mean, he's just that game. I mean, he's kind of showing Travis Kelsey levels, you know? Because oh my god, if you I, think about it, there's only a handful of tight ends in the league that are putting up wide receiver numbers. Agreed, absolutely. Uh, in my opinion. I think the six catches that Goddard had and the six catches that Kelsey had, the, in terms of difficulty of catch and how impressed I am by that catch, I've got to give it to Goddard. Um, Travis Kelsey, just a better route runner and a freak athletically. was I mean, he was wide open every time. Right. I, I feel like every time he but got the ball, the, he, was, he had 10 yards. But at the same time, I mean, he, yeah, he, he did have – much harder catches, but at the same time, because it's Travis Kelsey, he's always wide open. Yeah, he's a, like a, multiple. Like that. I think it was his. I think it was his first or second catch of the game. He had like a 30, 40 yard catch. I think. Yeah. Wide open uh, middle of the he, field. He caught the ball like fifteen yards downfield, and there was no one within ten yards. Yeah, and it's like, how does this man 
get so like, I don't know, you know how you let that guy specifically. Yeah, he's that like guy. how and he does it. Like it's not even just that game. I mean, you look back at his previous games, he's always doing it. Yeah, it's yeah, uh, like and I'm just saying like this is a game breakdown thing. I think I'm in terms of catching traffic, difficulty of catch, I'm just more impressed with Dallas Goddard there. Right. And is is Kelsey still the better tight end? Absolutely. The guy's well on track to being the greatest tight end of all time. Plain and simple. Now, do you do you think he beats Gronk out? Easily. Longevity alone. I think he's already caught Gronk. No, I don't think he has. Has he? Uh, hang on here. Let me pull up. Uh, Gronkowski played 11 seasons. All right. Uh, I have Travis at just having completed his 10th season. Really? I thought he was a lot younger for some reason. His first year, he barely played. Uh, but after that, um, yeah, I, I, I he's don't played I... in almost every single game. I mean, he, he's missed a max of two games a season. I when thought maybe – I, I honestly mm-hmm. thought he was like fifth season. No. Okay. He's been at it since 2014. Damn. Um, okay. He really started to, to – come on i'd say his third season 122 targets 83 catches mm-hmm. uh and it's just gotten better from there i mean 150 targets 103 136 97 you know it's he, he puts up wide receiver numbers out of the tight end position and there's very very few guys that do that on a year-on-year basis right so uh, but i'm i mean he is He's well on his way to being the greatest tight end of all time. He was very close to breaking uh, Gronk's tight ends in a or tight end recept, uh, receiving touchdowns in a season record. Okay. Um, let's see where is it. Uh, I'm trying to think what his what Gronk's record is. It would be in a season. Yeah. Seventeen. Seventeen. Uh, I believe so. Because uh, I mean, I don't think oh. it's counting post season, okay. is it? Good God. No, he has not been close to catching him in touchdowns in a season. Yeah. Gronk's second year, 2011. He That was his first 1,000-yard season, and he put up 17 touchdowns. Good Lord. Um, and one rushing touchdown. But for me, it's like it's the yards. Because, I mean, I don't – did Gronk – I got to pull up Gronk's fucking page here so I can compare these two side by side. All right. I mean, already having played one less season, mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey already has played in one more game. Okay. Um, but in terms of touchdowns, I mean, Gronk popped off uh, for 17 and then, you know, 11. Then he was down to four because he only played seven games that year. Right. But look at the, you know, the, they say the best avail- uh, They say the best ability is availability. And Travis Kelsey has been available all the time. He has missed all of, like, eight games in his fucking career. Mm-hmm. Gronkowski did that multiple seasons. True. You know? Um, but looking at touchdowns, uh, Travis Kelsey has is um, touchdowns. Right now, he is... 
at 69 for his career. Gronkowski 76 is at 92. Total. Oh, wait, for what? Gronk? Touchdowns. Yeah, Gronk has 92 touchdowns. I don't know how that maps out, but... I don't think that's right. That doesn't math out to me. I just Hold on, I just looked it up. I'm pretty sure he's at 76. Unless pro football reference is off... I mean, they, they've yet to lead me astray. I mean, let me... I was using NFL.com. Okay, we got stats. Career. And we said what? Touchdowns? Total yeah. touchdowns? Oh, no. 92 is correct. correct. What was I looking at? 76. Oh, oh, I don't know. His longest. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I, okay, yeah. 90, yeah, he's at 92 touchdowns. Yeah. And I mean... I think, I think there's no, almost no doubt in my mind that Travis Kelsey catches him in terms of I mean, of that. he probably will. I mean, he's, what, you said he's one one season short? Yeah, he's... Like, more he's than playing, likely, he's going to be playing more than one more season. I mean, I almost think guaranteed. It's almost guaranteed he's going to play more than just, you know, next season, especially for the fact that you have, what, Mahomes locked in on a 10-year contract. Yeah. You know, there there's that chemistry there that, isn't going to go away. I think he definitely, you know, will be there. You know, more than two years, we know. Well, who knows? But it's definitely. Yeah, I mean, be... once once you get around that thirty-five uh, age mark, but I, I do think you probably start to see. Travis I mean, how old is he now? Kind of decline a bit, huh? He's thirty-five. Uh, Travis Kelsey's uh, thirty-three and one hundred thirty-one days. Thirty-three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You you hit that thirty-five mark, but I mean, it depends. Is he going to slow down, or is he just going to keep going? Because oh, you might you might hit the thirty five year mark, but if you're not slowing down, you probably aren't going to stop. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I think he catches him yeah. uh, for sure. The the consistency's there uh, every season after twenty sixteen. Uh, Travis Kelsey's put up over a thousand yards. Yeah. Um, he's already. I'm I'm pretty sure that. Uh, Kelsey's already got him smoked in the yards, yeah, by over a thousand. That's yeah. So, but uh, I, I think we're gonna kind of wrap this one up here, man. I, I really appreciate you coming on on short notice. Uh, so, show me get this one out. Uh, everybody, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Have a good one.